You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Let's get to the real goal for Sara, and that is to find a husband. Yes. <laughs> yes, guys. Ah, we had a little bit of an intervention. Oh. My husband. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't know that song. My lips are dry. I thought you just got up to put on Vaseline. When? <laughs> I could have sworn. <laughs> welcome back guys to the cousin (laughs) connection podcast Podcast. Ooh, (laughs) welcome to the new year for all those out there who are are making new changes in their life you know hopefully it's another good year for Mm -hmm. y'all we're gonna be talking a little bit about that today i had a list of stuff and i just realized it's on my camera that we're using to uh film our guest today well, at this point, it's like She's like a, a third regular. Goal. It's like I'm regular. a regular. Yeah. I'm a reoccurring. Got my sister here, Aisha, person. again. <laughs> to you know, I didn't say her real name. That's I, fine. I should they, get props for that. No, they know that. What? No, because I always say the first name first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you silent clapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're watching this for the first time, thank you for. Um, following our channel and also subscribing make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit that like button <laughs> and hit the notification bell and do all that stuff <laughs> apparently oh, i already mentioned that what Where like if you tell people to do too many things they don't do it mm, so yeah. you have to tell them to do one thing you mentioned all though yeah whatever so. it's all good i'm gonna cut out all that extra stuff just subscribe at this point. Yeah. <laughs> okay? We're really trying to hit our goal of 10K. Yeah. By the end of the year, inshallah, we're going to double our numbers and we're going to hit 10K this year. Y'all got 12 months inshallah. now. Yeah. Uh, so what do you want to talk about first, Sada? What do you want to bring in the new year, new year with? Well, first of all, you know, the new year, I feel like it symbolizes the start of new things. There's that newfound motivation, mm-hmm. even though it's just another day on the calendar. But don't let anybody shame you. If you have goals, work on them. I know last week we've kind of talked about what we wanted to do in the new year, yeah. the goals that we had. So I think we should start. I already start have a couple for you. You have a couple for me? For I already know what you're going to say because <laughs> you're so predictable. Mm-hmm. Be on time. <laughs> uh, number number that one. That would be a great Exactly. Change. That would be number one, of course. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I was not home. Okay. There's okay. always an excuse. Exactly. There's yeah, always it's just my life. Is and you know what? You know what? Series the, of events. The second goal. <laughs> not saying okay. Not the second goal. Let's say this is the third one because the second one I feel like is a little more important. But the third goal uh-huh. should be to get a car. 
Oh, I am. Sada has been saying for the past six months she's getting get it. No, she's but going to get a new car. Here's the thing. Here's what? actually someone literally DM'd me and they're like, "Mabruk on the car." I'm like, "When did I say I was getting? <laughs> I don't have it yet." They're manifesting it for you. I know. At this point, <laughs> it's a community struggle. No, the car that I want is just not available yet, so I have to wait. Get a used car. So Come on. No, I want a new one. Why do you want a new car? Because once I set my eyes on it, I'm just like, I need this car. Like, this you don't need it, okay? Okay, it's a very strong want, but yeah. the the vehicle itself, I need that. Have you driven it? No, because it's literally not, like, they don't have it in oh. Canada yet. Then how do you know you even want it if you haven't driven it yet? It's just what I've been eyeing. Nah. Why don't you drive other so, cars? Yeah, just drive other it. cars. Yeah, you've do never, that. You've never, like, like, you've never actually started the car looking I, process if you haven't actually dr- test driven anything i've only test driven like the 2022 2022 model oh, have you okay. been so you've been to a car dealership at yeah least. no i oh, did okay, okay, i went okay. i went she started then, the process okay, exactly okay. i was exactly. like when are you guys getting the actual car car in your dealership and they were like we'll know by january and that was two months ago mm-hmm. so they're like if you want we have they had the 2022 and the 2023 version i looked at it i was like mm, i'll what? wait like okay. i'll just be patient Okay, we'll see if that works out. You know what car you should get? <laughs> what, what car should I get? I feel like you should get a Toyota 2015. Just get it oh with... At, make sure at least it has Bluetooth in it. Do you have like a like a cut or something? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, it, it doesn't have to be a Toyota. It can be a Honda as well. Just any like like Speaking reliable of, vehicle. Uh-huh. All you need is Bluetooth and maybe Android Auto. And that's it. You mean Apple just CarPlay? Get like, get it right. Whatever. Get, <laughs> just to get you... <laughs> Just to get you from point A to point B. That's all you need. No. Did you I see the like. new Camry? Side note. Because it's so nice that I was like shook at how nice it looked. Then wow. get the new Camry. Don't or don't get a new car. That's the thing because people don't realize. Why are you there's so depreciation. Okay. There's depreciation of vehicles. And especially these days <sighs> because the co- price of vehicles are going down so quickly. Mm. Like you can buy a vehicle and it'll lose its value almost immediately. It's pretty significantly. It's because, always been like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always been. But like now that. it's like it's it's exasperated. No, it's uh, it's almost like it's that it's process worse. is worse because of the fact that the market is changing so quickly. It's but, not that deep. Just get a car that yeah, you like. like nothing and enjoy replaces driving. that. Like you tell me, because yeah. I feel like she gets it. Mm-hmm. She's gotten a new car before. That feeling where you first drive it yeah. off the lot. Like, aren't you super giddy and excited? Then why don't you? Like, yeah. Then why don't you lease? Teasing all the way home. Then why don't you lease then? Because I don't own the car you don't i lease yeah you might as well just lease at that point if you want a new vehicle yeah you can buy uh, it out maybe i don't know i feel like for for your first car it wouldn't be horrible to lease because Mm. what if you end up hating the car you know and now you're stuck with a car Mm -hmm. forever versus three years that is a good point but then at the end of like i don't know i mean at the end of the day you're paying money and it's coming out to your account so mm-hmm. whether yeah. whether it's coming out to your account so that you can own it in the end i feel like it's not as serious as like buying a house like mm-hmm. you know that okay okay like if you're renting they say it's like a waste of money which i still don't technically agree with mm-hmm. but like at least with a financed car you're like paying or like a, a financed house you're paying into owning the home yeah which then you can sell for a lot of money that's true but a car it's not really like you're paying into it and then you can sell it for a lot you're gonna sell well, it for like a fraction of what you actually got it for but but you could like pay the lease but then if the value of the vehicle um i think it is if it drops you could do a lease buyout or something yeah you can buy out the lease yeah, at, the, at end. the end so the if the value drops significantly i feel like you can buy the car out for cheaper so than what you would have gotten if you bought it straight up yeah but 
mm-hmm. and, and that's not a bad idea but um you can't customize if you lease right um like if you wanted why do you want to customize i think you i'm trying to think maybe you can't customize but i know like i waited for like i wanted peanut butter interiors so mm. like they just like told me they're like what What's was available. coming so yeah. i just oh, waited okay. until it was there oh okay. so i don't know if you can technically customize maybe not you can just mm-hmm. pick the colors but you can that you... pick an option like there's there's like luxury <laughs> options or like the regular option or sport option whatever you can pick different options mm-hmm. oh, i don't okay. think you can technically like customize it fully though like Okay. But do you really want to customize? Like, are you like, oh, I need to get a black vehicle that's new and like has like red interior or something like that? Well, honestly, sometimes dealerships will just randomly put together those options yeah, and just have them. So like I would suggest if you know 100% this is a car you want, mm-hmm. like get friendly with the dealer. Yeah. And then whenever there's a car, because they'll know like, yeah, a couple of months ahead of time. And if, if you let them know, like, no, I want one with like black interior leather only right like this mode whatever just be like let me know when something like this comes on the lot mm-hmm. then they'll call you up and let you know okay and you can usually put like a deposit on it so no one else takes it mm-hmm. i might do that I, i'm yeah. pretty sure it gets released in the u.s first yeah so part of me was like oh maybe i should just get it but then the Don't only thing that, that throws me <laughs> off is like one it's going to be more expensive yeah you you can't do that also it's it's not possible to like buy a car in the u.s unless you buy it like fully cash yeah. You can't finance mm-hmm. over borders. Right, right, yeah. right. And and even then, like, the speedometer is going to be in yeah. miles. It's going to yeah. be annoying. Yeah. yeah. And and also, um, you know, were you, have you had insurance before this? I'm on insurance right now. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, people who don't have a history of insurance, if you buy, like, a new car, yeah, a lot probably. of times I had insurance prices. Crazy. Because I know for me, it was going to be crazy. Like, I, mean, I, I had work insurance. insurance. I had oh, work insurance for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I had regular insurance, right? So Damn. that's going to be a big thing, too. You're sweating, Miss Keen. Ah. And we're back. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I mentioned this last week. I hate DSLRs and all these special that's cameras. That's not even There's a DSLR, so much, is it? So much to figure out. You know, I tried to be cool out here and use 4K, but that's not working. Gizman's tired. He's been <laughs> waiting like 40 minutes for us. Or Aisha's tired it's here because we've been waiting 40 day. minutes. Okay. It's been a long day. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just going to, we're going to bang out this podcast. <laughs> Listen, guys. Fully Sleepy defeated. Hopefully yeah. we get, you know, we should just do an episode in ASMR. No. I don't want to put people to sleep. Okay. We're not trying to turn people away here. I think you should just try to. What we were talking about was your next goal. Okay, guys. What? Okay, it's we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get energy. back. We're going to get back. We're going to get back to what we were talking about before. Okay. Okay. Okay, guys. Uh, I am done and over with this. Okay. So the debate between whether you should purchase or lease a car. Yes. Forget about all that. What? Okay. We we talked it's about it. Terrible. We finished it. Scratching all whatever. That away. Scratch that all off. Okay? okay. Let's get to the real goal for next year, and that goal is something we talked for about as a family. I mean, for this year, for yes. Sarah, and that is to find a husband. Yes. <laughs> yes, guys. Ah, we had a little bit of an intervention. Oh. My husband. Yeah. I, I don't know that song. Uh, Literally, guys. <laughs> the day I get married, I expect yeah. Amir's wedding speech is going to be like this. Hello, everyone. Hello, my, name my name is Amir. Amir. I'm uh, uh, Sada, and I do a, I do a podcast, podcast together. together. And this and is this my, is my speech. speech. Finally, Finally. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> no, and just walk crazy. out. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, am I expected to make a speech? That's going to be weird. Of Ew. Yeah. What? 
And Even it's gonna be so ones? awkward. I can already see it. And we're just gonna be laughing. I'm not gonna be awkward. I'm actually a very good like public speaker. I know, but you you do this like voice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What yeah, are you talking really, about? I'm here. I don't know what like, you guys are talking about. So you're, okay. you're literally talking to the two people that know you best. Yeah. You, you don't think we notice these things about you? What what voice do I do? It's kind of similar to your podcast voice. <laughs> Do you need a tissue? <laughs> Am I sweating that Are you much? Sweating? Look at the Why are you pointing it out, Sarah? Because it's just glistening. I'm good. I'm uh, good. Okay, oh. you can't see it on there. You, now we're filming on 1080p because I f 4k. Okay, it's okay. We'll I'm, figure it out. I think you're not awkward. You just it. She's right. It's like this voice that you put on. Yeah. Yeah, it's an announcer voice. Like it's a, a presenter voice. Uh, sure. Yeah. Is that not what you're supposed to do? What do you guys want me to do? I mean, when it's like a like a speech to your family member, yeah. like you kind of want to like I get nerves, but if you want to still make it personal, like you want to yeah. sound like you, like you, you know? sound like a business presentation, like you're yeah. trying to like you're trying to sell us on something instead yeah. of just like talking. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you do. You literally do. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Maybe I, but like that's that's how you that's how you like uh, you know capture the attention of yeah the that's how you capture the attention of the audience you know you get people's attention mm. it's because at the end of the day it's all it's not really for you it's performance for everyone else yeah that's true. if it was for you i would just do it on one-on-one that's true mm-hmm. yeah so that's you, you it's really just reality situation okay yeah. i don't think i'm gonna get through that speech i think i'll just cry uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? i can't talk about emotional things i'm mm-hmm. just gonna cry you know like during Sabri's wedding Damn, no way this happened? man is making a protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that was? <laughs> so Yasin was sitting here like a second ago. Yeah, and he, he just was. got up and suddenly we just hear <laughs> We hear the blender go off. We hear up. the blender go off. This man just left us to make a protein shake. But I thought I was going to cry mm-hmm. during that um, wedding speech. Yeah. And to this day, I still haven't seen like any footage. So I don't know if it's oh, yeah, good or bad. Oh, yeah, because you guys, all the footage was lost. Yeah. Well, no, they have the footage. Yeah. I think just it was just like Oh, the, the audio was lost. The audio was lost. That's so crazy. Yeah. So. You can, why don't you guys just do uh, ADR? What's that? It's like, you know in movies how after they <laughs> film. Oh, they like redo it? Yeah, they, they redo the, the sound. Way. Just do that for the whole thing. Redo all the sound. Do the background noise. That's like so You guys crazy. have people come in That's and make like foliage wild. sound. Not foliage sound, but that background noise sound. The feet shuffling on the yeah, dance floor. Yeah, the feet <laughs> shuffling. You get the moms come in and they do a little performance for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to get Adam to re-sing all the yeah, songs. Yeah, exactly. You know, make it a I whole mean, production. That'd be a cool thing if like you could be you could be that next like popular viral TikToks like we lost all the audio for our wedding uh video so yeah. we redid it all with everyone to come back for their vo- voices or whatever like that you know something like that if Sebri was into like editing and stuff mm-hmm. he could do that for their ten year anniversary yeah, yeah make it like a sixty second one you don't have to do the whole thing but like just the main parts that would be kind of cool still. See, I'm just saying, man. Sorry. Ideas, man. I just come with them. Take That's all notes. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't come to me with ideas about cameras because I apparently don't have any idea. I'm no, still gonna, you, I'm still going to go on that. Okay. We tried. We tried. We tried. I'm not going to give up on it just yet. I know. I know we were talking about that. Really? Because I was ready to just say like return. It. Nah, nah. You know, I feel like I feel like we can still make it work. Okay. We'll okay. see how this turns out. Okay. Sorry, I keep talking about the camera, but we'll move on. All and right. we'll go back to what you guys tried to distract me from or you tried to distract us from, which is the fact that we're going to find you a husband. The fact that we're putting this on an actual episode now is like... It's official the pressure's now. on, okay? <laughs> exactly. Because as you guys know, we've been doing our weekly TikTok mm-hmm. lives and y'all have been coming for me. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the attention 
deflected from Amir now to me. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, we're going to leave him alone a little bit. Yeah. We've annoyed him enough. They bullied him enough. Mm-hmm. And now it's my turn. And I'm just like, dang, this is, I don't like the hot well, seat. Well, just, just, just like to be fair, it wasn't only Sada technically, okay? What it inspired was like, this, Amir? So, huh? What inspired it wasn't even this? me. I just walked into this conversation. No, I'm setting you up for like setting the scene for the Oh, audience. okay, okay. So we were all at, you know, uh, uh, Sada's nephew, my nephew, sorry. Sada's... <laughs> technically your nephew as well he's all of our nephews he's all of our nephews sorry yeah it was his birthday Mm -hmm. so you know we had all the fam come over we were Mm -hmm. you know playing games we were chilling and you know when it gets to that like late night vibe everybody's kind of chilling they're trying to just figure out what to do you start having conversations right so one of the older cousins you know they start bringing us all together and of course the topic of marriage came up it's funny because we were about to play another game yeah and i was like (laughs) like quietly summoned do you remember that Mm. My sister-in-law, Wait, you were, she's you like, were su- you were summoned yeah, over? we were like about to sit down. You were sitting there mm-hmm. and she's like, can you come to the kitchen for a second? And she looked so excited. <sighs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, I already know where this conversation is mm-hmm. going to go. Like I already knew. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then. But you weren't alone. Well, at first it was a one-on-one oh, conversation. Okay, yeah. And then eventually she called on my sister-in-law's brother yeah. and her own brother. Yeah. And then it like slowly started to expand and it became like this full on like intervention red table talk yeah, conversation. Exactly. <laughs> it really was a red table talk. <laughs> like we were sharing like these deep thoughts. We it were was... literally all around a table. Not a red table, but a table. Yeah. <laughs> An island. Island talks. Island talks. <laughs> island talks. Oh. Next podcast idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was actually like you know, I I enjoyed the conversation yeah. too. Like I, I liked hearing from everyone's perspectives mm-hmm. and like we all took the time to listen to each other i loved that yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're asking like why have you not talked to anyone or like what's stopping you uh, clearly sad has already mentioned this a bunch of times it's always <laughs> the fear of rejection i'm pretty sure well no that that it, specific thing was yeah. like why don't i make the first move as a woman yeah mm-hmm. and i said i would never do it yeah you wouldn't do it for what reason because I have too much pride, Amir. <laughs> yeah, it's the fear of rejection. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like everyone has that. Yeah, but like what I was trying to say was like guys should be used to that by now, you know? Because I feel like it's it's natural What do you mean guys should be used to that? Oh, by like going up to people? Yeah, like as in mm-hmm. like I know rejection sucks whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah. Like, that's inevitable. But you should be used to like the gesture of making the first move. Do you, when you say that, do you mean literally being like, hey, I want to pursue you intentionally for marriage? Like someone actually saying that? Or just like, like what? What do you mean is making the first move? What is that? Like talking to someone? Yeah, I would never. That's crazy. Like in person, to, like just like to say hi. You would never just go up to someone and say hi. No, I would do that. I think is that not making a first move though? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're maybe. looking at it the wrong way. I think like I I get what you mean by like I would never make the first move, but mm-hmm. I think when you when you say that, I mean like I initiating you, the conversation about about marriage. Yeah, I, and I agree. I think I think that should be. I mean, I I don't actually, I don't agree or disagree. Mm. I think if a woman doesn't want to like actually be like, hey, can we be intentional about this and like yeah. let's talk about marriage? If mm-hmm. a woman doesn't want to do that, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, someone obviously has to, but I think like making the first move is just as simple as going up to someone and talk and starting sparking a conversation. I definitely mm-hmm. think I can like that's not a problem for me. Yeah, I feel like I, then fine. I think just like shifting your shifting your. Um, uh perspective on that mm. will like help you just like be more open instead of just being like i don't want to make the first move like i'm a woman he should be doing that blah blah, blah. but mm-hmm. it's like just keeping yourself open to like you know whether you necessarily think like making the first move is again just talking to someone mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a first move and you are kind of making the first move 
you know? Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. are already able to open yourself up to talk to someone first before they approach you, mm-hmm. why are you limiting yourself to saying, no, but I would never make the first move in terms of like initiating a conversation about marriage? That's because true. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're both the same because you could just be talking to someone to talk to someone, like yeah. have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that is kind of part of making the first move. So if you're already halfway there, mm-hmm. don't limit yourself and be like, well, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I okay. think the fact that you're saying you'll never do it is like, you've already closed the door. It's exactly. Like, it's not going to happen. It puts like a limiting like mm-hmm. like thing there. I think... <laughs> is he trying to come in? Is he trying to come back oh, in? Come on. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, can I come back in? If this guy messes <laughs> with our focus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you made me oh, one too. Oh, that's so cute. That's oh, because so nice. the reason he made one is because we were talking shit the other day. <laughs> what? He was saying that yeah. he makes really good ones. I was like, mine are better. Mm. Here's here's the official taste test. Okay, let's see. Did it capture focus again? Come on, camera. Let's. Yeah, I think it's good. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, let's see. i make gourmet meals and this man will always be like mm, it's all right okay okay he will humble okay me. it's good it's good okay better than yours <laughs> mm. it tastes like a milkshake with protein you know but anyways back it to the be. conversation mm-hmm. like what do you think about what we just said essentially Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does that shift your perspective a little bit? So, like, I think growing up when I was a lot more naive, I was also just, like, very open. to. Mm-hmm. I, you guys know I'm, I've always yeah. been very social. Mm-hmm. And I, I still think I am. But I just think, you know, life has humbled me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, I don't got the energy. And I maybe it's because I've just, I haven't met that person that made me want to make the first move. That's mm-hmm. fair. So that's why I keep saying, like, oh, I'm never going to make the first move. Because I yeah. just haven't, like, if I was to look at the guys the single guys that i know in my life no offense i'm sure they're all wonderful people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't think that i view them in a way where i'm like yeah i would totally make the first move Mm -hmm. right and i think that goes to another part of the conversation we had where Mm -hmm. it was 
making sure that you're putting yourself in environments where you mm-hmm. have the chance yes. to meet those people, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and we were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, like, right, right. I don't, I don't want to say specifics, but like, there was examples thrown out of like people who are like, you know, working from home, not going anywhere, and mm-hmm. being like, I, you know, I'm just waiting for this guy to pull up to my door. <laughs> It's a, yo, He's not I'm talking about go. me because I don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But but yes, there are people who think mm-hmm. that way, and it's like it's like you have to put yourself in those positions, in those environments, mm-hmm. yeah, to be able to meet people. If yeah. you're not, you can't just expect. I mean, unless you just have a great network and like people will suggest. Mm-hmm. I feel like the times for that are kind of past, though. Like yeah, maybe in the past, like the parents would have been like, "Oh, I have a son. I'm going to do that. you know." Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and it's you know sometimes that still does happen, but like. I feel like generally because of the type of people we are, we do like to seek it out ourselves as mm-hmm. opposed to like having like a parent be like, yeah. Hey, I have a son. Yeah. yeah. So like, because of that, you have to put yourself in situations where like you are able to meet them. So mm-hmm. whether if you work from home or your routine is, you know, wake up, go to work, come back home. Mm-hmm. Like maybe instead you got to change that from like, wake up, go to work, go to the gym Mm. then come back home or instead of working from home one day work at a cafe mm-hmm. and like just switch different cafes every time or Go getting to the involved library. like i don't know or getting involved in programs where like yeah the type of man that you want would be doing this like exactly. let's say you really wanted a guy who was involved in the community so like or even just helping the less fortunate so you yeah. go to like a food drive and you mm. and you volunteer your time yeah. there islamic every week. food drives islamic they have a ton drives. of them in exactly. toronto exactly yeah. exactly going and there like, yeah and that that would be a great person to like get to know like mm-hmm. someone who actually cares about you know volunteering and like all that kind of stuff yeah and you're more likely to speak with them interacting because you have to right it's yeah. part of the job or part of the mm-hmm. thing I, you're doing i think people who say things like oh you know i don't want to leave my house i i just hope that the guy comes and mm-hmm. knocks on my door i think there might be like a level of anxiety or like just the putting yourself out there there's that fear right because Mm -hmm. yes fear of rejection is one part of it but like we also kind of just came out of a pandemic and i know we've beaten that topic Mm -hmm. dead to the ground Mm -hmm. dead to the ground but like it actually has impacted some people in more ways than we think Mm -hmm. i feel like it can be that but i Mm. also feel like it a lot of it has to just do with delusion and thinking that it (laughs) is extremely easy to just find someone and and get married Mm -hmm. and like it's like this like you do kind of have to put in the work you know it's not 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 even necessarily even putting yourself in those situations but putting in the work to like working on yourself if you are if you're trying to attract or if you're trying to like be with a man that has certain characteristics characteristics you have to like ask yourself do you have those characteristics that that type of person Mm. would want Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. like if you're saying i want a man that's like this and that and makes this income and whatever whatever do you have those characteristics that would attract that i want a man who's punctual you know do you remember remember we asked that once though like are you your type's type yeah yeah yeah. i saw that subtle shade that's like saying you know (laughs) i want a man who's tall (laughs) Just okay, saying. first of all, okay, that's first very different. Of all, that's is it different? different? No, is it different? No, not y'all. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. Okay, yeah, it doesn't work like that. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I get it. Does it does? It's kind of a little delusional. Yeah, but I think people do. I, I don't think people think it's easy to get married anymore. I think we realize yeah. now. Like, if you're in Toronto, you know the dating scene is a little. It's not easy. It's yeah. tough, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if you're on apps. That's basically like, you know, what they say, the pits of hell. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think it's not... only become harder because of the thing we mentioned where people don't have third places anymore. 
Yeah. Mm. Before when people had third places, like back in the day. Can you just like elaborate on the third place just for anyone that might yeah, not like get it? Yeah, like places that you would go to outside of work and home, mm-hmm. right? So like third places back in the day used to be like um, going to your local club, like a, I don't know, um, give me a club. Badminton. Me, badminton club, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, going to do the volunteering at like your local shelter. Yeah. Or you just volunteering your time at like the library. It's like simple places, places that like you would find like-minded people. Yeah. Right? Those have been like lost completely, especially after COVID. So that's maybe going to your point with the whole COVID thing is that yeah. because a lot of those third places were closed and people didn't build those habits in like very important times of their life or it significant parts of their life that it just never became a thing and now people are kind of not realizing how important that really was i think um thinking this just kind of popped into my head but like when i was in university like my school um i was in business school and they made it like a huge point like literally multiple times a week there would be these like networking events and Mm -hmm. it would literally be like different clubs would put on networking events to connect like um, past alumni that work at like I don't know these corporate offices now and like mm-hmm. just networking there may not necessarily be a job available but yeah. just to meet and network and, and you know yeah. and it kind of taught me the importance of like oh okay if you're actually trying to for example attract a type of um, job or attract an industry or whatever you actually have to make it you can't just like sit back do well on your grades mm-hmm. and all that and like sit at home and do nothing like you actually have to put yourselves in those situations meeting people yeah it's annoying to like have to get dressed and like have Mm -hmm. to be like okay i have to talk to these people today and like whatever Mm -hmm. but what it did at least for me was train myself to understand and to understand that like say for example in the industry that i'm in the influencer industry Mm -hmm. if i'm trying to attract certain brand deals if i'm trying to attract certain things i have to go to these events Mm -hmm. so that like there's at least some like um visual like i'm i'm talking to the people i'm like you know just putting myself out there Mm -hmm. for sure it's not necessarily what i want to do like i i want to be at home i want to be doing my content Mm -hmm. whatever but in order to further my career i have to put myself in these situations you know and applying that also to like you know finding a man or a a wife or Mm -hmm. a husband whatever it's it's i wouldn't say it's exactly the same Mm -hmm. but it kind of is like if you're trying to you know have a certain outcome you have Mm -hmm. to put yourself in those situations to have that you can't just like sit at home and expect it's going to happen you also have to put your put the work in like put the work on yourself Mm -hmm. on um just like you know everything like mind body soul all Mm -hmm. that yeah Yeah. like we were literally talking with someone the other day and i I don't know why I didn't put this together. Maybe I forgot about this reason, but like I was asking them, like, why would you? Uh, sororities seem like such a weird thing. Like, why do people? It's like, oh, it's networking. Mm-hmm. The reason people yeah. do go to sororities or join sororities is because of the networking. Like, you have yeah. a huge history of alumni mm-hmm. who are now connected in different industries, so you you can speak to them and uh, they can mentor you and help you out in your career. Yeah, like Yasin was actually telling me because I obviously we were in Canada, we didn't yeah. really learn that much about sororities and fraternities but he was mentioning like say for example you're applying for a job and like you were in a fraternity in the past or whatever and there's like two really really great qualified candidates Mm -hmm. and one of them just happens to be the same fraternity as like the guy that was yeah like working for the job or whatever he's automatically getting it because Mm -hmm. of that network do you you put that on your resume like how do they know uh do you would you put that on your resume yeah, it's yeah. it's like an extracurricular. Yeah. yeah, really, it's something you're paying yeah. into. It's a membership. Yeah, it, it's a membership oh. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. You see, so that was that was uh, something that kind of was more eye opening to me, right? Because mm-hmm. typically people within our culture or background don't join things like that. Yeah. But now it's becoming. I've noticed like how we can benefit from it by yeah as well, and also having representation and all that as well. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. That common ground with someone from the same community as you. What do you call it? A Oh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, finding common ground. Like, like mm. you might not know the person. They might be, like, from Sweden. But if they're like, oh, yeah, I'm part of this association. Uh, they're like, oh, cool. Like, you feel like you're... Yeah. Yeah. You, there's almost, like, a familiarity. Yeah. Even yeah. though you have no idea who this person is. Even, it's even, very similar to that. Even broader than that, just sure. being Muslim. Yeah. Usually yeah. Can, That's true. can open a lot of doors mm-hmm. for you. And, like... Very for sure. Yeah, because at least you have... Yeah, like you mentioned, that mm-hmm. common ground with them, right? Yeah, exactly. So then... Mm-hmm like okay for for the the guys and the girls that want to sit at home and think that their significant other is just going to pop up out of nowhere <laughs> what's your advice like how do they navigate that what's that third space that we can now like, look for post-covid the internet is a big third space and like there how many stories are there of people who met on places like uh even twitter yeah twitter people who have met on twitter yeah. yeah there's a lot of people who have oh. met on twitter because you know you're Oh yeah! Oh my God! There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plenty of yeah. yeah, Twitter, even in- uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's Insta- actually Instagram is one of the biggest ones. Yeah, honestly. yeah. You, that's why but you, do you have the, to be the, like consistently the posting, like to put yourself out there in order to actually be noticed. I mean, not necessarily. It's just mm-hmm. like it's it's an option, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like it might not be your option, yeah, you know, but it is. It is there. Yeah, you see a guy you really like, go through all of his pictures and hit the like button, <laughs> right? Send a, send a message. <laughs> yeah. See, or just go to like one random photo because you know they look at that one. <laughs> yeah. But they do that a lot of time. But yeah, if you don't want to go outside, your third mm. space will. You have to find it on the internet. But then it also goes to the same thing where you're finding places where people will have be very like minded to you. Like, uh, let's say you're really into chess. Like someone, yeah. <laughs> you might find like an online chess community that uh, yeah. you can interact with it's people. An eventually, you know, you start to get to know the people in that community. Eventually, they'll have an in-person meetup, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of conventions, like nerd conventions. Uh, <laughs> I just call them nerd conventions, but you know, you have like Comic Con, and you have like uh, culture packs con. and all these things. Culture, any culture con, yeah, mm-hmm. Marvel so, con. I don't know if they have a Marvel con. Oh, okay. That's part of mm-hmm. Comic Con. They have Anime Con. Yeah, Anime Anime Expo. Expo, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So those places, when you go there, you meet people who are like-minded as well. Mm-hmm. There you go, guys. Mm-hmm. There are some examples of your third space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we wanted to end off, you know, also, you know, if we're keeping halal here, you know, the mosque is also a nice. I think that's honestly one of the <laughs> one of the best places to like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can be tough because I feel like especially in a city like Toronto, there's so many different mosques mm-hmm. and like people go to different communities because this one might be like Habasha. This one might be Somali and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. We do a little circle around all of them Moss during copying. Ramadan. <laughs> Moss copying. Really? And a lot of them have yeah. events going on. Like you can check out like Hedaya House. Yeah. Who's always having events here and there mm-hmm. where you yeah. can meet people, most likely Habasha or like mm-hmm. some East African type. Or like that place you guys mentioned, um, the ha- the place that has those events. Like Oh, Half half Note? Half Note. Yeah. Yeah. Places half like note. that. Yeah. They're those always- are like third places. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like, it can be annoying to like you know be like oh i have to do this like once a week or whatever yeah. but like it's it's what it's it's part of life it's yeah, like you want to regardless of work. If, yeah <laughs> regardless of if you're like even if you're already married like mm-hmm. just going out and just expanding your network meeting people mm-hmm. meeting friends like all that it just like enriches your life you know? exactly the hardest part is always showing up because once you're yeah. there you kind of start to embrace the environment <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but yeah just 
Guys, we're getting married this year, okay? Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> One thing that I want to mention, because you guys mentioned like goals for the for the year, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. One thing that like um I saw recently was um splitting your year into quarters, like twelve I weeks at too. a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like planning out instead of making New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. or like for the entire year, mm-hmm. just look at every 12 weeks Mm -hmm. 12 weeks is way easier to think about than 12 months you know because a lot can change but in three months like things are generally i wouldn't say they're all the same but like Mm -hmm. you can see march you can't really see november like that's Mm -hmm. so far ahead so i think like making those goals and you know they say they say um i forget what the exact percentage is but it's a quite large percent um of people's resolutions they usually by the time uh february or march rolls around they're not doing they're not doing them anymore especially with the gym like you always see Mm -hmm. this every single year january february march starts to trickle off by april like that place is back to normal it's empty you know Mm -hmm. not empty but like it's back to normal it's not it doesn't have that push but it's like if you if those same people just made it a goal instead of for the year of 2024 i'm gonna do this you could Mm -hmm. just say for for this quarter for yeah. these 12 weeks i'm gonna commit to going to the gym three times a week mm. mm-hmm. and you commit to that for three months 12 yeah. weeks is not long yeah and then at the end of that you you look over like what you did for those 12 weeks you're proud of yourself you do the check okay next 12 weeks i'm gonna i'm gonna try to go to the gym four times a week now mm-hmm. yeah and you're just adding one it's yeah. so much easier to do that than like tell yourself you're gonna work out six days a week at the <laughs> beginning of the year you're never gonna you might do that, that for the first week of january and uh-huh. then the rest is just like downhill you mm-hmm. know yeah you gotta like create what is it like smart goals i forget what the acronym yeah, you stands build for, you yeah. start small and you build on top of that that's all yeah. it is exactly Definitely. yeah and you don't have to wait till the new year like yeah. a lot of people they think like the new year's Four months away don't say oh wait till new because at that point you might not even be motivated to do whatever you wanted to do so i always say people like if you want to do something start now and start small there's no Mm -hmm. such thing as like clean eating starts monday or i'm gonna start monday start sunday start Mm -hmm. tuesday it doesn't matter what day of the week Mm -hmm. you start just start if you're if you're telling yourself you're gonna do this start the next day yeah yeah you know just do it do it just do it and don't think you have to start it all at once like mm-hmm. you know you can you, you cold turkey is probably the worst thing a lot of people can do depending on what you're doing okay cold yeah. turkey if you're stopping something yeah like depending on what it is but for majority of the time it's might it's not gonna work yeah <laughs> yeah just pace yourself because if mm-hmm. you're trying to do like What's that one saying? Something wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't Rome built, wasn't in, built <laughs> in a day. Neither was your body or your mind or your goals or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. like take it easy. Yeah, just take it each day by day, and mm-hmm. you know, inshallah, it's going to be a good year for all of us. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys into like vision boarding and mood boarding and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Did we guys talk, talk about, about that? that last time? Like, no, someone asked about it on, on our live? live. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think my my vision board was kind of weird. I had they made us they made us make one at work. Did you like, find the photo? Ago. I can't find at it. Work. Yeah, but like it was like what your life wants to be. What yeah. your life wants. Oh, okay, okay. What you want your life to be, and I think I had like a Peter of like Lupita Nyong'o or something. <laughs> oh my god. And then I, was I had dream girl. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had like and then I had like um an older gentleman like a black guy with, with like kids surrounding him with Aww. like the globe in the middle and they're all like holding hands in a circle and i was like yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna have a bunch of kids and take over the world oh my God. <laughs> very big goals very big goals you know i've never actually made a vision board but Me this neither. is the first year where i'm actually considering it like i've i've started like writing mm-hmm. things down just in my notes app of like what i want it to like what i want mm-hmm. to be on it 
But like what shifted my perspective was something that I, I think I heard it on, um, uh, Mariana Hewitt's podcast. Mm. And she was talking about how she, she's a huge journal, journaler, journaler. She mm-hmm. writes in her journal every yeah. single morning, like <laughs> okay. without yeah. fail. And wow. then also makes uh, vision boards every single year. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she's like, the reason why you do it is because, and it's like, you don't just make it and then like you keep it in your computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, I put it in a place where I see every single day mm-hmm. so that I'm at least inspired by like my mm-hmm. own, like what mm-hmm. I want my life to look la- like every single day. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of something that I did when I was in, um, when I was in uh, university, it was my last semester of university mm-hmm. and I didn't create a vision board, but I just r- I scribbled on this random notepad cause I knew I wanted to do, um, YouTube like mm-hmm. full time, at least for like the, si- the uh, six months after graduation. So I just like wrote down like a few goals that I want for that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to hit a hundred thousand subscribers and I want to work with these 10 brands. Mm-hmm. And I think I wrote VidCon or something. This was mm-hmm. in January. Oh my God. By the end of January, I got invited to VidCon. <gasps> By June, I had 100,000 subscribers. And by the end of the year, I worked with majority of the brands on that list. Mm -hmm. And it was a list that I looked at every single day. And Mm -hmm. it was literally just, it was not aesthetic. It was nothing. But it's like every single year after that, I made another list of like what brands I wanted to work with. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like in the past, like three years, I didn't do that. Mm. And I'm like, I was so motivated by some, by just seeing that and by myself and like all the goals that I had at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and just looking at it every day. Like it was Mm -hmm. so like useful. Yeah. And like, alhamdulillah, like I'm still proud of what I've done in the past three years, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I had just sat down and actually thought Mm -hmm. about exactly what I wanted to do and saw it every single day, like how much better could my life be right now? Right. Mm -hmm. You know? So I'm like, I'm kind of inspired to like get back into vision boarding and I'm actually going to like make it on Canva or something and print it out and like put it in my office so I could see every single day. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to frame it Mm -hmm. and just look at it every single day. Yeah. You know, and this it this doesn't only have to be with like career and stuff. Like I want to put things of like I, I wrote down like all the places I want to visit this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like put those countries up there, too. I'm going to put my like, you know, uh, spiritual goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, inshallah, I want to go to Umrah this year. So okay. like if, you know, I'm going to put the Kaaba and just something that I can see every single mm-hmm. day. So I'm reminded this is what you wanted to do at the beginning of the year. Like mm-hmm. you still have time to do it. Yeah. You know? I think that's actually a good point. I I think like in the past, I don't know why I just never felt inspired to make vision boards. Yeah. And I would kind of just like have my New Year's resolutions or just like goals that I wanted to achieve in the coming year Mm -hmm. in my head. And sometimes like if it were like if if they were like bigger goals, like, I don't know, you know, wanting to get a promotion or or whatever at work, Mm -hmm. like that was something that took priority over. I don't know, getting a car, for example. Mm -hmm. And so I would work hard towards my career, but then the car thing would take like the back seat. And so I think having a vision board kind of puts everything on like an even playing field. And because you're visualizing what your goals are, you're reminding yourself like you could be working on one goal right now. And then in three months, you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I really want to work on this goal now. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to put in more effort towards whatever that goal is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like the whole the whole thing that we talked about about like planning your year into quarters Mm -hmm. like every quarter you can look at your vision board be like what can i achieve from this in the next three months Mm -hmm. yeah as opposed to just making it and being like this is for the year like doing that will actually give you like it's measurable like in three months i want to accomplish this and you see it and i think also in that podcast someone uh she mentioned like one of the girls that she knows, she puts it like on the outside of her. I guess she has one of those showers where like you could oh. um, see like it's like a glass shower. She's like yeah, she yeah. put it on the other side. So she looks at it every single day as she showers, 
which that could be a little extreme, but putting it in a place where you are actually going to look at it every single right. day, like mm-hmm. right. is much better than like you said, like you might have those goals in your head and mm-hmm. I do the same thing, but like, like everything you forget. Exactly. You know, exactly. you might, you, you might, you might think to yourself, Oh, I need to like pick up or I need to take out the chicken in the fridge. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you think about that in the morning and then it's the end of the night. You forgot to do it because yeah. you didn't write it down. How do you keep yourself responsible, not responsible, but like uh, accountable, accountable for like certain you goals? Do, you do like, so, okay, here's one thing that sometimes like when I have to check myself, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, at work, I feel so organized. Like I'm on top mm-hmm. of my game. Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially because I'm in charge of a team. So yeah. I have to be on top of me. I have no choice but to, mm-hmm. because if I don't have my shit together, then they won't have their shit together. Yeah. yeah. And I'm doing you know, bi-weekly check-ins with my people, making mm-hmm. sure that they're good in order for me to be good and yeah. finish up whatever I have to do. But I'm like, why don't I do that in my personal life? Exactly. Is and that it, what is that what life co- coaches are for? Essentially. I Kinda. feel like life coaches are for that. Like you tell them, these are my goals. Like I want to reach, the, like you mentioned, like this many subscribers. Mm-hmm. I want to get to this weight. I want to buy uh, a house or, or uh, get an apartment, something like that. Like these things. Like I feel like a life coach now think about it would be someone who would keep you like on those goals like keep you like being like hey you haven't hit these numbers that you said you wanted to hit on this yeah but i think like i feel like you need someone to like keep you responsible i mean we have to keep each other responsible yeah but like you know even the fact of like making a vision board for the year Mm -hmm. it could be something like something as simple as like you have you know maybe three goals that you want to accomplish in the next 12 Mm -hmm. weeks and then when the 12 weeks are up, you do the audit mm-hmm. and you do the, exactly. the self-check in. And then you're like, okay, you know, I, I didn't get to do my third goal, but I did the first two. So for mm-hmm. the next 12 weeks, I'll add that one to the top of my list and then add two new ones, for example. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you kind of just do that check-in. Maybe three weeks, sorry, 12 weeks is a long time to do the check-in. Yeah. But you could do it like every month. Like, you know, obviously this 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 can be cut out of the podcast, but I'm thinking about no, it. Like, no, no, like, no, 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 no. We'll keep it in. Okay, well, I was thinking like even for us in terms of like growing the channel and yeah. and really just taking it to the next level, like mm-hmm. treating it like an actual business, like yeah. having yeah. business meetings, having brainstorming mm-hmm. sessions, mm-hmm. having like those types of conversations mm-hmm. um, to kind of basically just shift our, our mindset into like the growth mindset. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we're here, we want to go there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there needs to be a It's all here. about like once you once you set out like, okay, this is something I want to achieve, even mm-hmm. if it's as simple as like buying a new car or mm-hmm. getting that promotion. It's it's not just as simple as saying those things and writing it down and seeing right. it. It's like, okay, if that's the goal, what are the next five steps for me to achieve that? Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of finding a car. Okay, what car do I want? Yeah. Yeah. Do do I have the money saved up for it already or do I need to continue to save? Mm-hmm. Figure right. that out. Uh, have I test drove the car? Going to like like there's specific things that you're going to do. And I think in terms of like visualizing, I just recently got like um like a weekly like calendar like mm. it's literally acrylic and it goes on my fridge and it's mm-hmm. monday tuesday monday to sunday mm-hmm. or sunday to monday hmm? sunday to what? sunday no sunday. anyways sunday, sunday monday tuesday monday yeah. to sunday monday <laughs> sunday and every every week i just write in exactly what i have to do for that mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. so it could be as simple as like okay if you know you want to do whatever you have to do put something in that week that's going to get you closer to that goal. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just sitting and like hoping it happens and like, okay, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of the work, but like, let's give a simple example as like, I want to lose 30 pounds this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in this next 12 weeks, mm-hmm. what are you going to do to lose those, those pounds? What are you going to get to start 
to start on yeah. that. So in your to-do list, your weekly to-do list, you just put in, okay, I'm going to work out three times this week. So you're going to put in your workouts, the exact yeah. times you're going to work out, especially mm-hmm. like if you have a busy lifestyle, it's important mm-hmm. to have that, put it in your Google calendar, put it everywhere that you can see and you can physically check it off. Right. I remember when I was in high school and I like, I went through like a huge like weight loss. I think I lost like 30 or 40 pounds or something. I had it. It was athlete next. I remember that. It wasn't not athlete. P90X. P90X. Yeah. It was literally in the, this was my bedroom. Yeah. And I had a calendar right there. You could literally see the dot still of like Mm -hmm. uh, the, where I put the (laughs) pin. Yeah. I had a calendar there and it was just like a monthly calendar. Mm -hmm. And every single day I put an X when I worked out Mm -hmm. so that I knew like it, when I'm looking at it, I slept right there and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I worked out every single day this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And it feels good to like, physically cross something out so that's what you have to do with all of your goals too Mm -hmm. like you have to like look at it visualize it and actually like you know plan it out just as you would like your team like Mm -hmm. at work plan Mm -hmm. out your life the exact same way exactly it could be daily check-ins too like i'm not a huge journaler Mm. i would love to become one yeah I've never been into agendas or any of that, even in when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, if you are someone who likes to write things down, it could be something like that, like writing in your agenda every day or like your journal. OK, this is what I did. There's like habit trackers, which mm-hmm. is apparently really good. I actually want to get into that. I feel like having like a digital habit uh, tracker would be really good because then you can put in your habits of like, OK, I want to work out three to five times a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Put that in your habit tracker. You could physically check things off. It'll yeah. ask you questions at the end of the day, all that. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as just waking up, putting a few clicks and then keeping yourself accountable that way. Yeah. It, at the end of the day, it's like you're accountable for yourself yeah. and like the only person you're really going to be disappointing is yourself exactly if yeah. you don't reach those goals yeah so that's like the ultimate uh thing that you're trying to avoid just mm-hmm. disappointing yourself yeah. right because you know no one else really cares actually no if you have family that loves you depending on yeah. what your goal is they i think will accountability care, partners are great and yeah. they're super motivating i think mm-hmm. like yasin and i are both accountability partners you know yeah. when it comes to like our health goals mm-hmm. which has been like very positive for both of us mm-hmm. but you know obviously you have to do it for yourself first but if yeah. you can have a partner to help you with that mm-hmm. a friend a sister a dad brother mom whatever yeah you know it it is helpful yeah right? so what are, what other goals do you have instead i think i just wanted to be more consistent with everything that i do mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not just not just one specific thing what do you mean more consistent like if i say that i'm gonna stick to a specific routine mm-hmm. because for me i i've noticed over the last year that i thrive when i'm in a routine mm-hmm, mm-hmm the spontaneous thing is just not for me yeah like it's it doesn't work for me in every aspect Mm -hmm. and so if i stick to a routine like i just have to be consistent with that so you know you guys know amir and i were both sick (laughs) in the last couple of weeks Mm -hmm. hence the random hiatus um but for me that was like a huge reality check because um not to like get into it too much but like you know that was a reality check and i had to do a lot of um like rethinking health wise you Mm -hmm. know so now i have that perspective of like i need to get my routine in check Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and stick to it because that's what works for me and i know amir is probably like i've been telling you Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that a routine is what you need and i know and and you know what's crazy is that like i've set up my environment Mm -hmm. to thrive in that type of routine like i've made everything so convenient for myself but i still don't stick to it Mm-hmm. so i think i think the main thing i kept telling you this mm-hmm. is that and for everyone else is that always make sure to put yourself first yeah like don't let other outside Bad. factors dictate what you're doing in your life and mm-hmm. how you're scheduling your life and all that at the end of the day like your health and your wellness is what matters most mm-hmm. so like don't let 
any other, whether it's work, whether it's uh, friends, family, mm-hmm. or anything. Of course, it's good to be, you know, like if friends and family need your help or something, it's good to, you know, be there for them. Mm-hmm. But like, if it really affects your health in a negative way, like yeah. sometimes you have to be like, hey, sorry, I can't come here and do mm-hmm. that for you. Or if it's your work, ask me like, sorry, I can't do these hours for you. I, yeah. You know, I'm currently going through something, you know, so I have I have yeah. things planned. Like, so that's a big part of it yeah you know you're not i shouldn't be waiting until shit hits the fan and, yeah. and then i'm like sorry i can't do it because of whatever's mm-hmm. going on yeah um but as a recovering people pleaser you know that's yeah. a lot yeah, but you know like one big step was mm-hmm. like working with an actual nutritionist mm-hmm. who also um like basically plans out workouts and stuff yeah i feel like she's more than just a nutritionist i know like i keep putting that title for her and i think i'm in a spoken about her before but Mm -hmm. she's almost like sort of like a life coach too because she kind of encompasses like all aspects of my life Mm -hmm. and so i find that like working with her has actually been like very beneficial Mm -hmm. and that's someone that like holds me accountable because i have to do weekly check-ins with yeah and so i i literally have to sit there and summarize how did the week go did i have a good week did i have a bad week did i do my workouts did i did i stick to my meal plan that i'm Mm -hmm. you know working on and it's not even a meal plan of like oh because i want to lose weight like I'm just trying to live. I'm trying to survive. That's literally it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've I've had to simplify my goals because it went from like, oh, I want to be stronger and healthier to yeah. now it's just like I just want to live. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. And I'm not dying, guys. Like I don't want you to think <laughs> like that was kind of dramatic. Yeah. I'm fine. Alhamdulillah. Like it's just like I'm just adjusting what works for me. Mm-hmm. And um yeah like we were just talking about the whole like consistency and having Mm -hmm. a routine like just last week yeah when i had my check-in with her and she was like okay like she's like i know you don't like this whole like new year new me type of thing Mm -hmm. but like she's like use it to your advantage like if you have that newfound motivation or start on like like you were saying like start on tuesday if you want like Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to wait until monday or wait until january 1st or whatever like just start exactly and i feel like also if you want to if you have a certain goal mm. and like or like let's say your goal was like to not use social media as much mm-hmm. or like um not snack out as i don't know like just small things here and there yeah i literally have the worst self-control like if there's snacks in the house yeah. those snacks are gonna be done in a week right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so i tell people and whether it's social if you have social media in front of you if you you know you have easy access to it mm-hmm. you might see yourself find yourself sitting there for two hours just looking at your phone scrolling through it mm-hmm. so the ways that you can avoid doing that is just by not having it there at all so like doing things that might seem extreme but like not allowing any snacks to be in the house at any time yeah. so if you want one you literally have to go out and get one i actually th- i was just gonna say like yeah. that was a huge problem for me in 2022 yeah so 2023 like Anytime I would go grocery shopping, yeah. do you know it's like you have to fight your impulses, mm-hmm. especially if you go when you're hungry. Biggest mistake, yeah, because yeah. everything looks good. See, but if I I know that like mm-hmm. if it's at home, it's game over. So if I want a snack, I gotta go out. Exactly. Yeah, you we know, and deleting like uh, we were speaking about this before, Uber deleting eats. like <laughs> any Door delivery dash. apps. Yeah, doesn't matter what delivery app mm-hmm. it is, delete it. Yeah, you don't need that. It's a trap. Um, because <laughs> even for me, I had to like like for snacks that was a big thing like i had make mm-hmm. sure not to have them in the house yeah whenever people come over to the house and mm-hmm. like they we have like a get together whatever i tell people just take the stuff with mm-hmm. you i don't want it yeah i don't want it in here right and like there are apps that like can control how much social media you're allowed or how much screen time you're allowed to yeah. have yeah so and like let's say you have a partner like you have a partner you say hey so 
put in a code here because I believe you have to put in a code or something like that. Mm-hmm. Put in a code that only you know. And the Ooh. only way I can get access to it outside of the time that I want to look at it is by asking you for the code. And of course, they won't give it to you, you know, if they're not an enabler. <laughs> and you, you have something that controls the amount of time that but you're on those apps. That only, like, if it's social media in particular, that it only works if you don't work on social media. Yeah. Like it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. Like if she if you were like let's say you were just suggesting it to her, and I know you yeah. weren't, but like yeah. well that's like a very small I know population, right? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. We're dealing with like general yeah. population, right? For then sure. people who don't usually use it for that, yeah, or don't have any like um, aspirations to do that, mm-hmm. then it seems more reasonable, right? I feel like the whole snack thing, like in mm-hmm. the grocery store, what's helped me because I I love I definitely I love the grocery store. Yeah, personally. It's the third place for me. I actually enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy he knows. I enjoy going to the grocery store. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's just fun for me. But if I'm trying to like you know stick to my health goals, mm-hmm. going in with a list mm-hmm. and actually just checking it off mm-hmm. and getting nothing else that's not on the list unless it's like healthy and it's like a vegetable or something that you need for an ingredient. Yeah, just sticking with that and leaving. Like for me, that's helped cut down the time yeah. of me being in the grocery store because I could be in there for a full hour. Or more. I can't believe you like it that much. I've always, literally when I was in high school, I used to just go to the grocery store for fun, just to look around. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. It's just, it's it's, <laughs> it's a so chef. Odd. Maybe maybe if there's other people you that were, enjoy you cooking. You good into cooking. You were big yeah, into cooking. Yeah. Yeah. You were, if you there were. are other people that enjoy cooking, that might be a thing for you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just like studying the, the fruits and the vegetables mm-hmm. that are in there. I'm like, oh, what's this? Like, it's just kind of fun for me. Yeah. But going in with an actual list mm-hmm. helps me just like get in and get out. For sure. Without looking at everything else. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's actually, like, that's actually very true. Yeah. I and think. honestly, it also, like, for me, I hate wasting time. Yeah. Like, I'm opposite. Yeah. I hate being in grocery stores <laughs> and all that stuff. So it also speeds up like, the process. Like, you yeah. spend less time in that place because you have everything kind of, like, ready to go. You're like, okay, this is done. I'm out of here, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like you've mastered it because you have, you've eaten the same thing for the last, like, how many that years? Yeah. So <laughs> his grocery <laughs> list has been the same every single week. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, like, Oh, it just okay. stopped recording just now. Uh, what were All we right, talking about? we're back. Yeah, one of our phones died here, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, w- we're having we're having a lot of uh, technical issues again, as usual. But what are we saying? Huh? We're talking about news resolutions, whatever. Did I did I give any news? Res- I don't think you I didn't. have any. The I don't have any you've news just resolutions. Been asking. No, I, but I think you have not New Year's resolutions. But I think we we this year we really want to just shift our our focus. Yeah. On nurturing our podcast and really putting our all into it yeah i've always been trying to but for me it's like always been a constant process like i've always tried to tweak things here and there that's the reason i got the camera because i thought maybe or we got the camera because i thought maybe like it could be a way of like elevating the video so we can have a better quality and like we won't have to use our phones as much well when it comes to filming one thing that i feel like you worked on in 2023 was your editing yeah editing editing was a big part really like making yeah, sure that's really good, good at mm-hmm. so yeah and just developing skills because also like just from developing skills here you might be able to use those skills further on in the future and exactly. whatever other um endeavors, uh, endeavors you, you might have right because it's not only video editing it's like photoshop like i can do whatever you want on photoshop at this point yeah right and um yeah just developing those skills over time eventually i gotta teach you i know a couple things here and there we can't be using canva out here for everything okay even for you <laughs> i like you know, canva you, but you can probably you can probably I use pick monkey and canva but you could probably learn photoshop and like you know it just seems intimidating. You have so much more it control does what, with it. It does what needs to be done. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was really trying to develop those skills. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the rest of the goals were related to like 
merchandise for the podcast mm-hmm. uh other video types like i know we've had the vlogs but we've like i i didn't feel like the quality was up to par with what we should be putting out which is why i didn't i chose not to put out the part because we were talking we always talk about the vlog and you know we put mm-hmm. out the first two yeah but like our skills as vloggers were not developed enough to ha- like come out with a, a podcast i thought was like worthy of everyone watching it's also we're we're still new to that side too like yeah i know we've had exposure in the past but but i think now we, we both realize like our style of vlogging is more like we need some kind of storyline for exactly, viewers to follow exactly like what we did before a lot of it was just pointing and shooting yeah and like rarely here, talking to doing. the camera right right, right not right, even right. talking until it was, it was just filming like B-roll. yeah like you're showing like what yeah you're, right and we i feel like we did do a lot of b-roll yeah but not actually like talking to the camera yeah saying where we are what we're doing yeah because people need a through line when you're doing that kind of stuff so having like some type of through line or some type of story to tell um whether it be our our experiences or of whatever we're following at the time like maybe telling the history of a place but just something to keep the person engaged yeah and feel like we're not wasting time i hate wasting people's time which is why we also put work into editing the podcast video because like if you can have someone sitting there and watching you talk yeah. For an hour, an hour and a half, or whatever, you want to have them like you know, some you know, put up a, a graphic of like what you're talking yeah. about to give Enjoy them something the visual. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why also we invested in the camera. You know, we'll make it work. You know, <laughs> we, I I I think we're like right now we're like on different sides of whether or not we're gonna keep this thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know eventually we'll make it work. Okay, there there are different aspects, there are different uh, strategies we can work. You're on. a little more patient than me. I know. Like, yeah. So I- I'll trust you. Because yeah. you're also the one that I feel like is dealing with it more hands-on than I. I'm not really yeah. in charge of editing, so like mm-hmm. that's a headache for you. <laughs> exactly. So no, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. If you say so. But th- those are mainly my goals. I don't of course, know. I outside like of getting married. Big, yeah, I was gonna say like yeah. that was a huge goal from last year that yeah. you is carrying on to this year. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, inshallah, inshallah by inshallah. any year that will all be done. So yes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying man you know i've been putting that work okay <laughs> uh but yeah that was literally all i had because for me it's like i don't think about oh the new year's coming up like what am i gonna do mm-hmm. if i want to do something or i'm like plan on doing something i just start it yeah mm-hmm. right like even when it comes to the merchandise yeah like i know we kind of it fell off of it a bit but like initially when i when it had the motivation i was like i was putting up vision boards yeah, that actually I literally, is a vision board. I literally made That's a true. vision board. I forgot. Of exactly what styles we might look into doing. Like mood I was, board. Mood board. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, mood board. And like the materials we might be using and like what the logo would look like, all that stuff. Like I we, we were working on that a little bit. Of course it got busy with like other stuff. But uh now that I feel like I've kind of locked down the editing part of it, like before it used to take me multiple days, now it's taking me like one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, not one day, maybe one and one and a half days, two days maybe. Um I have like an extra one or two days to actually focus on those other aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Or and then if you want to make other contact content, that's gonna take more time as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there was one point I was like, I should just quit my time, my my full time job. I was like, I've had that thought too. No, 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 but that that might be a little crazy. Not I feel yet. like, yeah, exactly. Do you ever have just like, what if they just fire me? It was like, <laughs> but you know what though? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we should send this on the podcast. It's fine, whatever. That's nah, whatever. But sometimes I'm like, you know, yeah. If it was my time to go from yeah. this job, then I could put my all into the podcast. Exactly. Like, and like do like you know daily 
videos and like grow the yeah. other platforms too and mm-hmm. that's why i envied like uh your process like for mm-hmm. you you graduated right school, yeah. and yeah. you literally had I, you think you mentioned it when you first came on like you literally had the summer to figure out everything yeah and if yeah. you didn't figure it all out then you would have to go on to like a yeah. full-time job right yeah. and alhamdulillah it actually worked out everything exactly went exactly as planned mm-hmm. uh maybe even more so mm-hmm. more uh, like I don't, sure, know yeah. Yeah. I don't think i would have so. been able to do everything that i did mm-hmm. if i had a full-time job at the it's, same time exactly it's very hard and yeah. you like amir and i always talk about like mm-hmm. you know when it comes to like your day job mm-hmm. like because that's your priority like the podcast is still a priority mm-hmm. but it's it's hard right because sometimes yeah. like we'll need to upload something and usually we have our episodes scheduled but like there are little things like the admin stuff that, yeah. that we have to do before the episode goes live and i'm like crap like i'm so sorry i'm just I'm mm-hmm. literally stuck in meetings all day and I don't have a second to like, I can't just pull up our YouTube yeah. page in the middle of mm-hmm. an in-person meeting or whatever the case may be. And so like, it's hard. We we still make it work mm-hmm. and we do the best that we can. But when you have big dreams, you're also going to make some sacrifices sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so exactly. that's kind of just, I feel like I can feel it, mm-hmm. you know, inshallah, this inshallah. year is going to mm-hmm. be a really good year for the podcast. The for thing about it. Oh, sorry. No, okay. Go, go okay. ahead. No, I cut you off like, there. Yeah, I just But the thing about the Internet is that like it can go sometimes from zero to 100. So you mm. never know. It could oh. be it could be a month from now. Right. It could yeah, be a week from now. You true. never know. Like one video that you put up just randomly blows up because mm-hmm. of one thing. And then you have like a lo- uh, not a lo- you have a following yeah. Yeah. and you build them into loyal followers because that's right. a big issue. Mm-hmm. That's one thing to know about the Internet is that you can gain a large following. Yeah. But gaining a large following is different from gaining a loyal, loyal following. Facts. Yeah. Right. Like you see a lot of especially with TikTok these days, how quickly it can blow mm-hmm. up someone. You see someone who blows up from one or two TikToks. Yeah. They have like a little stick or something that they're doing mm-hmm. and then they get tired the person gets tired of that stick 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 yeah <laughs> or the people who are watching get tired of it whichever one comes first yeah yeah they try and change up a little bit and then the following is like am eh, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested anymore right yeah. but if yeah. you feel like if you build a loyal following over time like you have done yourself yeah uh, aisha Slow um, are always the best, exactly like. then you you uh, are more likely to have longevity in mm-hmm. the in the in the realm because it also teaches you a lot too. It's like mm-hmm. like if if fast success isn't always great success because mm-hmm. it's like you don't you don't have those opportunities exactly. to make mistakes. You don't have those opportunities to like you have especially in terms of social media. It's like if you have overnight a million eyes looking at you mm-hmm. those are a million people that are going to be judging every single movie yeah. you make if you happen to fall you know right. mm-hmm. but it's like if you have only five thousand people watching you okay yeah they might be like oh this person is like falling off or whatever but you have time to make those mistakes right. so that by the time you get to the 100,000 200,000 500,000 millions mm-hmm. you've put in those you know they say like 10,000 hours mm-hmm. Like once you have put in 10,000 hours into something, you're now like, you're like an expert in that field. Like the best case example that I can give is like a Jackie Aina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's been in the industry. She started making videos in like 2009. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's still relevant and still Mm -hmm. popping. Like she just only launched a brand three years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have all this fast fame and fast success they launch random brands that people don't even know what your brand is. You're yeah. launching a brand and then like, you know, a couple of years go by and it's not really doing well. Yeah. But it's like, it's that slow success that like teaches you all of those like, yeah. 
really key like lessons that like you should be learning along the way Mm -hmm. for sure i think the worst like the thing that i've heard that some influencers mention is that like whenever they do blow up like Mm -hmm. randomly a video blows up on them but they have like a large history but they're still called an overnight success yeah so like you've been on youtube for like 10 plus years and then in year 11 or something your one of your videos blows up Mm -hmm. and everybody's like an overnight success (laughs) uh blah 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 it has like you know has gained a large following recently it's like nah man i've been doing this for multiple years man yeah i have a discography here and it actually helps a lot to have a discography because what is that or not discography um it, discography is usually like when an artist has like multiple previous oh. albums i don't know what you would call it on youtube like an archive an of, archive yeah, exactly content, then people yeah. can go back and start watching that yeah. stuff right mm-hmm. so that actually does benefit you because a lot of times people don't realize that a lot of youtubers especially people who have been on for multiple years like a lot of the AdSense or the money they're making is actually from people going back into their archives. Yeah. yeah. Because that stuff is always still accruing views. Of course, it's not like huge, a large amount, mm-hmm. but it adds up, if, especially if you have a large um, mm-hmm. archive. Yeah. yeah. That's another part of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, inshallah, that's, that's basically what the goal is, just to grow this channel and have more of a growth yeah. mindset. Yeah. I think um, you guys are doing like so well. Like I'm always so proud to see like, how consistent mean. you guys have been. But like also when you like engagement is a huge thing mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. social media and like the fact that you guys don't even have 10,000 subscribers yet mm-hmm. but like you consistently get a thousand or more views on yeah. every single video like that is Almost a 2, lot now, yeah. that's a lot mm-hmm. like, that's yeah. not normal like people who have millions of followers now that maybe weren't consistent in going back to youtube yeah. like they barely get like 5,000 views now you know yeah, yeah. i think so like it's the... like it's a big thing well, I, I was watching a video where someone was talking about like when they're selling their brand or not their brand but their channel yeah or, wh- or what they have to offer i think like most companies or most most of these companies are expecting like two to five percent of engagement mm-hmm. like that's oh. good or something like that it's really low i thought yeah, it was like in the, like 50 to 40 yeah yeah but really it's in the like low yeah less than 10 percent. that's actually that's considered good mm-hmm. yeah because like if you have uh, a million followers mm-hmm. uh maybe 10% would be what a hundred thousand of that that's yeah. so, like very high yeah very very high exactly like, on average it's usually yeah like about three to five percent is mm-hmm. like ideal wow obviously if it's one and lower like that's just kind of like mm, yeah yeah need some work but yeah like anywhere from like two to five percent is mm-hmm. like pretty average yeah because all the numbers game at the end of the yeah. day the company's like hey if we can at least get ten thousand eyes on this yeah they'll be happy right mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's definitely a thing that helps. The fact that we have pretty good engagement on yeah. everything. Yeah, and I think like doing things like being able to connect with people yeah. mm-hmm. and just, you know, although we're sitting behind a camera and there's lights mm-hmm. and green screen and all that kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. we're still just everyday people at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and connecting with you guys, I think, reminds everyone, including ourselves, mm-hmm. that we're just ordinary yeah. people maybe <laughs> maybe a goal for you guys for 2024 can be building on that connection you know oh, you yeah. mentioned doing in-person events yeah doing your lives more often like i think connection is like the best way to build and continue to build a loyal audience because mm-hmm. people feel like they're a part of something exactly so it's mm-hmm. like when you eventually create your merch line yeah or when you have those in-person events like people feel like they're a part of something mm-hmm. that's true you know yeah so we're definitely gonna be working on those for the next year and i think what you said about like the um like the weekly or bi-weekly check-ins like yeah like meetings like actual business meetings like one hour 
it's a zoom call mm-hmm. or in person or whatever and you guys mm-hmm. are literally planning out the next week or the next month or whatever like doing mm-hmm. that weekly or bi-weekly i think that'll like take you guys over i think so too. yeah you know we never really asked you like what are your what are your goals it doesn't even have to um, be for the year but just some goals that you want to mention in general i want to i want to build like one of my biggest goals for this year is like uh building on like my brand and Mm -hmm. and like uh, the merch line is something that like i wanted to start for years just Mm -hmm. to kind of like see because i never started anything and whatever and like i'm still super proud of that and like there's going to be a new launch like um in january inshallah well this month yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um in a few weeks actually but i think just like building on that like i want to be a brand owner like i Mm -hmm. want people to like be able to like shop items that i create like Mm -hmm. basically taking what i care about in terms of content and like all the brands that already share yeah but creating that for myself yeah because i think like i enjoy creating content i i'm blessed enough to work with like these amazing brands that i've been able to like you know work with for years now but i i still kind of sometimes feel like i'm still working for someone else Mm -hmm. even though technically it's like they're coming to me but it's like yeah but they're coming to me with like key things that they want like the type of content that they want like i feel like i'm almost like working for someone Mm -hmm. yeah i want to be able to just like pour into like my business like create something that can stand alone and this is like my brand like Mm -hmm. this is not um you know like it's not dependent on another brand paying me or whatever it's like i pour into this i invest my i'm you know hopefully investing my own money into things Mm -hmm. so that it can like you know grow in the future so that i don't have to work with as many brands in the future or like have to i still always want to create content because obviously i feel like that's how people connect and relate to me yeah but i want to be able to do it like just because i can not because i necessarily have to Mm -hmm. to sustain you know my lifestyle yeah Yeah. long-term goals right exactly so like yeah so like 2024 is about building those like the foundation of all of that for sure it's kind of already in the start yeah but like you know building a brand i feel like a lot of people don't realize it takes a lot of money Mm. for sure a lot of money expensive it's expensive you know there's a lot of mistakes that happen before you know even launching Mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes a lot of people discredit that when creators start to lo- try to launch something because they don't realize like oh no mm-hmm. people are actually putting in their life savings into mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. and when they launch it like they hope that people will enjoy it so like that's my goal for this year is like inshallah yeah. you know alhamdulillah I've, mm-hmm. I've been able to i've been doing this now this will be the seventh year right 2017 was when i went full-time so this is the seventh year i've been yeah. doing it full-time which is crazy it's almost a decade mm-hmm. so you know, I think it's finally time where I just take a lot of the money that I've been saving and investing and put invest that back into myself and like create yeah. something. So mm-hmm. that's my goal for 2024. Um, there's some other goals as well, but that's like my main focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just have places that I want to travel more to. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, we got to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. This I feel past like this year. is the year that we saw each other the most. We did. <laughs> we actually did, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to. Con- I actually was just writing like places that i want to hit this year yeah what were you thinking so i i wrote 2024 travel japan turkey australia singapore south korea london somewhere in africa mm-hmm. mexico city and umrah which is not inshallah. a place but saudi arabia yeah inshallah. yeah yeah inshallah so we'll a lot of those, those, yeah. some of those spots are double like you've been to yeah them well mm-hmm. some of them are because like there's weddings oh yeah um i'm going to turkey again for a wedding this summer but which one do you want to go like which one's your japan top? Mm. well umrah I, that's obviously yeah but like for Outside travel umrah, yeah japan i've been that's been on my list since Let 2016 
let me know when you and go. it has to happen it has to happen yeah. i'm trying to it'll probably i probably won't be able to go in the spring but i hear japan in the fall is like mm-hmm. beautiful really yeah because they have like they have the beautiful foliage and all that mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. so yeah inshallah you gotta Shalla. let me know when that happens yeah yeah because yeah. i've well, always wanted to go to japan too mm-hmm. still <laughs> yeah that's mm-hmm. that's those are a few of my goals i want to actually just go over like i know we've kind of gone over our time here uh, but like the things that have happened in 2023, just a little recap, recap. of it. Mm-hmm. I did write them all down, but we're kind of using the phone as uh <laughs> see how good your memory is. Uh-huh. So let's see what happened this year. Okay. I feel like the, uh, just for pop culture reasons, mm-hmm. like the main thing that might've happened was like Barbenheimer. That was oh, one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that one kind of exposed how it's almost like nowadays, the only way something can really like pop off or become really popular and make a lot of money is if it becomes a meme on the internet. Mm. I feel like that was kind of exposing that whole thing because I think the culture of going to the movie theater was kind of lost with COVID. Yeah, that's so true. So to like kind of build that, people didn't really develop those habits for three, three, yeah. almost three years almost, right? Yeah. So now they're kind of finding interesting ways of doing that. And I feel like memes or like doing it for the the virality of yeah. it or for the uh what would you call it like that's the, the best way to describe yeah, the virality of it yeah exactly it was for like that a reason. phenomenon it was like, exactly i think i think i think well i guess i wasn't necessarily my target i don't think i'm the target audience for oppenheimer mm-hmm. so i didn't really see much of what was going on in terms yeah. of marketing for that but barbie like that's gonna be studied in history mm-hmm. books like mm-hmm. or like marketing books because that was the craziest mm-hmm in most insane marketing push i have ever seen for anything yeah like yeah. genuinely anything <laughs> like and i don't know how that, it like, happened like I, did it happen organically well no i think they planned it but i think oh, okay. what what made it like even worse mm-hmm. dare i say was because there was the anticipation of the strike oh so yeah. basically the six month mm-hmm. marketing budget and all of that, that all the of the things thing. <laughs> they pushed it up into two months i believe oh. so like all of the brand collaborations all yeah. that like i'm telling you i got like multi like I, probably about three or four pr packages every single week for barbie oh my there god there was barbie everything every single brand yeah had a barbie collaboration in like, terms of beauty like the child in us would have loved yeah, that i know exactly That's crazy mm-hmm. i did get one barbie and i actually i kept it in the top yeah. of barbie? <laughs> i did it was like a nice barbie too i'm like i'm keeping that oh she's black too i'm like no so way my future daughter's <laughs> okay. barbie inshallah okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was that was definitely insane mm-hmm. that um, was a big yeah. thing on the internet for yeah. a while and i feel like before that was despicable me after or before that because remember despicable me was a big part of it too didn't. you didn't what? see that didn't one where a bunch of guys that. would go to the movie theater in like suits <clears throat> and they wear no. suits and watch down there and they're like no. okay okay no. you know i'm no on a different idea. side of the internet no yeah. idea what you're um about. and then after that of course was the movie not the movie sorry the strike that happened yeah, yeah. and i feel like no one really knows what that's gonna how that's gonna affect like entertainment for mm. the next few years mm-hmm. because like so many things were delayed yeah. and also because there was a big shift towards like reality tv yeah and everybody was just more interested in reality tv so th- like it kind of didn't feel like you guys were getting hit that badly but 
Maybe I feel a, like we felt the shift in LA. Oh, obviously, yeah, that's what I'm like, gonna say. Oh, yeah. There were strikes everywhere. Like you could see the picket mm-hmm. lines and stuff outside Damn. of all of the studios. Yeah, um, all the sh- all the red carpets and stuff. Because for a while, like I was going to a lot of like um, red carpets or mm-hmm. just like previews and stuff like that. All of those were shut down. Mm-hmm. Or if they Damn. were, they would try to get a lot of influencers there because yeah. the, the actors, actors couldn't, couldn't go. go. Oh. But then like our management side was being like, you know what, maybe don't go because it might be a bad look. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like that was, yeah, that was definitely like really, really big um, in the like influencer slash just LA scene in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't realize like how much it was actually impacting you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And were there any other big pop, before I move on, were there any big popular pop culture things that went on? Um, Pop culture. Okay. Forget that. Forget pop culture. Let's talk about the important things. So also in April of this year. Uh, yeah. Taylor Swift, forget it. She had like her biggest year ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in April of this year, we, we have to mention these, of course, but like in April this year was the um, the Civil War started in Sudan. Mm, I believe that's when yeah. it officially started. Yeah. Uh, between, I think it was like the, I uh, can't remember the exact abbreviations, but they're essentially... The military, like the government military yeah. versus like another power. I yeah, I wrote it all down. I had it all in there, but yeah, that essentially happened and displaced, I believe it's almost 6 million people mm-hmm. in all of Sudan. I think uh, 10,000 plus people have been uh, killed from mm-hmm. it. So that was definitely a big part of uh, what was going on internationally. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because of the media here, like we didn't hear much from it about it. Yeah. Yeah. We had to hear it from places like TikTok and other places on social media and our own friends and family who yeah. are, are more connected to that. And then, of course, in October, we had uh, the situation go down in Palestine yeah. with, um, you know, our brothers and sisters out there who are which is still happening, which is still happening yeah. after 85 days, 86 like days. Now? Yeah, it's know, been. Like that. And uh, unfortunately, like we I thought the media, the mass media would pick it up at some point. But like even now, it's barely mentioned. It's just completely brushed over. Uh, of course, there are people like us still mentioning it here and yeah. on other social media platforms, but you can definitely like tell that like the momentum has been slowing down. But of course, there are still people out there trying to like continue to keep that momentum up and yeah. continue speak about it, even though it seems like at this point, like the um, mainstream media and the governments are not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, at least if they're not going to do anything about it, we have to make people witness what's going on there. Yeah. And just pray that eventually something does happen and then someone does wake up to this you know we have to shout out the the what is it the houthis in yemen who are currently blocking the shipments going through uh the i forget what the the canal is the The red sea Sea. yeah Yeah. but there's that little canal yeah they're currently fighting back uh you know i pray for them because you know the the u.s government is not something you kind of want to want to mess with um so inshallah there's they're helped in some way um but yeah those are two like probably the most important things that are going on this year of course there's also the place that the thing that's been constantly happening and is continues to happen in the congo with the people who are being exploited for their work um to dig for cobalt Mm -hmm. it's crazy that i had never heard of that before this i knew about it for years i I thought i thought people knew about this i did not know. know that because it was a big thing in like the tech industry as well, right? Yeah. And there are actually companies who um, are now ethically like there's a I forget I think they call it the ethical phone. 
I need oh. to search it up. But there's a phone where they source all of their materials ethically and like oh, get wow. it from ethical sources. So, you know, and it's also an Android, just saying. Um, <laughs> so, Let us know what the phone is. That's kind of, yeah, I need that. to find out. I need to find out exactly where the exact name, for, but it has some ethic in the name somewhere. Mm. But that's also something that's been constantly going on for, mm-hmm. for many years, but recently started start getting a lot of um, um, light onto it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the main things that I've been, we've been talking about and and trying to put shine a light on this year and inshallah by the end of this year a lot of those issues are resolved and and inshallah palestine will be free yes Yes. exactly um but yeah so there's as long as y'all don't have anything else to say i know we've been here for a long time almost two hours so yeah uh thank you again for watching make sure to subscribe to the channel you know follow us for this year if you want to see us grow and you know be part of the family be one of our cousins Um, (laughs) let us know some of your goals exactly in the comments exactly exactly. or have a discussion or instagram Instagram, TikTok. yeah continue to interact with us we'll try and get back to Sarah will uh but (laughs) (laughs) i'll be there too i'll be there too amir (laughs) reads them guys i read them okay uh but yeah and thank you aisha for joining us oh yes always a pleasure having you on and yasin for me you know a little audience member here exactly support exactly (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah thank you again for listening we'll see y'all next week happy new year happy new year Bye. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.